0: Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Vika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello and welcome to, oh my gosh, the first podcast in a while. I haven't made a podcast since, I mean, since I started my journey 40 days ago, and though (laughs) it doesn't feel like 40 days have passed, in some parts of me, it feels like a lifetime has passed, and in other parts, it feels like nothing has changed at all. So I'm so excited to, you know, come on and talk to you guys, you, my soul community, you wonderful souls who stick with me through all of this. And today, you know, I'm I'm going to get to the point where I tell you everything that happened during that that journey. But for today, I've been wanting to come on and I have this list of topics that I want to bring to the table that I've been craving to talk to you guys about. Like literally it's a list of like 15 things that I just want to come onto the podcast with you just you and me sitting down, I, I don't know if you have a coffee or, you know, whatever it is you have with yourself right now, but I just want to get super intimate, you know, no guests right now, no um, no expectations, you know, there's never expectations with me, but I want to sit down and have a clear, good conversation about a bunch of things. So over the next little while, I'm going to be coming out with a bunch of podcasts on topics that i feel are really potent to your transformational process to the dismantling and healing that i know you're going through topics that are really potent to being alive and awake in this world in the state that it is um, and working through you know your karma and your wounds and accessing inner states of knowing. So that is what I've been really called to do. So that's the conversation I'm going to start with today. One of these topics that I've been meaning to talk to you guys about for so long, because this question comes up all the time. This question comes up with my certification students, with my mentees, with my membership. It's always this topic that comes up in the work that we do throughout everything okay so the topic we're going to be discussing to, discussing, <laughs> discussing today is protection work okay and I actually have some cool stories to tell you about that protection work but you know the reason I want to talk about this is because I specifically chose to create the Dark Moon Collective Membership because I believe that we need to be consciously purging and releasing our energy, or rather, not our energy, the stuff that we collect through the month, through the year, through the years. And you know, it's not necessarily our energy, it's not necessarily our signatures, or you know, it could be whatever you view it as entities. Um, psychic energy, just you know, toxic psychic sludge, or just you know, other people's energy. So I created the Dark Moon Collective as this monthly purge for my community that we could go into you know, shamanic realms, into the cosmos, into our charts, and find specific areas of life that need clearing. And in that clearing work. You know, the reason we get so filled up with other people's energies, with stagnant energies, with all this stuff is because we don't often have clear boundaries, okay? We don't often have clear boundaries with people, clear boundaries with spirit, clear boundaries with our work, clear boundaries with energy. You know, we go out into the world and we have absolutely no protection Uh, we think about like think about all the things that the world is protecting us from right this this world is very safety focused right now whether that safety is beneficial or not that seems to be on everyone's minds but there's no clear focus on the fact that we're energetic beings and in being energetic beings we're picking up on frequencies you know, we're picking up on, we're picking up everything. So not only are we going into the world, like picking up on, you know, toxic, (laughs) toxic everything uh, and radiation and and frequencies of low vibrations, but energies as well. You know, if someone around you is operating on a low frequency, you are going to feel that whether or not you take on that energy is based on the level of clearing, purging and psychic protection you are willing to do. So I truly believe this is why, in the past, I've experienced deep, um, you know, deep moments of you know, what how do I describe it? It's like deep moments of being very unclear, you know, hitting depressive states. All these experience of of low vibrations is because. A, yes, of course, going through very difficult transits, but as an example right now, I'm going through very di- difficult transits and I'm not gathering up other people's energies. In fact, I'm in the, quite the opposite where I'm in a very, very protected state. I'm clearing, I'm purging, I am you know, protecting my energy. And so I'm not on the floor, I'm not a mess, I'm not breaking down to the point where I can't function, which you know, 10 years ago I would have been. And i think that's because of the continuous clearing and protection work i do so when we can consciously clear remove detox and i'm talking like energetically right now detoxing the body is a whole other story that also needs to happen. But when we can do this work, I feel like we, we truly make space for you know the, the next level of our life to come in, the next job to come in, the next um, creative endeavor to come in, the, the love to come in, the space, the opportunity for change to shift us because we have cleaned out, cleared out the psychic gunk. We have created this protective grid around ourselves. And we are only allowing in to our energetic field that which is for our highest and greatest love and that's a term i want you guys to remember if you guys work with me On a regular basis you'll notice that in my meditations in my shamanic journeys in my workshops in anything I do with you I'm very conscious about making the statement several times that this is for you know my highest and greatest love your highest and greatest love our highest and greatest love and anything that is beyond that sphere I don't welcome in and that was a huge change in my life if I'm being completely honest with you I I did not have good energetic hygiene or good energetic boundaries up until the last couple years so let me tell you about some of the experiences that I have been through and some of the psychic protection work I have done now I would not call myself a pro. There are so many people out there that, you know, that's their, their hyper focus. that's what they do, you know, and they can teach amazing practices. You know, there's a book that I have in my Amazon basket that I need to just, you know, bite the bullet and buy, by Judy Hall. You guys know, if you know me, I talk about her work a lot. Uh, and it is about psychic protection, and I want to go deeper on the subject, but this is my natural intuitive guidance into how I have begun to do my psychic protection over the last, I guess, 10 years, and how it's progressed. So back in around 2013-14, there was some energetic entities experiences and like trigger warning if you are not wanting to hear about spirit not wanting to hear about entities I mean this is not the podcast for you because I am going to open up a little bit of a can of worms here of my own experience with psychic attacks if that is not a subject you want to entertain or open the door to please you know skip this podcast go to another one or even skip the section where I talk about this part and just go to the, the protection work, but there was a point where I was experiencing psychic attacks. Now, all my life, I need to preface: I had had sleep paralysis, I had had night terrors as a child, um, I'd had these repetitive dreams uh, of you know the same, the exact same situation and story that happened for years, and other little things like being absolutely terrified something was going to rip me down the stairs when I was a kid, um, but only in one house and, you know, other things. So through that experience, um, it it was revealed that there was, you know, a spirit that was around, fast forward to 2013 or 14, I think it was early 2014 when it really, you know, happened. Um, I went through this extreme psychic attack where a spirit that had been latched onto me for quite a while, um, like went full force and and was in my energetic field, was, um, I'll still to this day never know where it came from, why it was there, what it was looking for. But, um, and I don't even, I'm not even gonna go into the full story because I feel like it's time to let go of it. But basically the experience was that it was you know, very present in my home, you know, bangs on the walls, um, changing clocks, changing, uh, the time on like the microwave right in front of you. Um, sleep paralysis where I would actually see this entity, um, physical attacks. It had happened. Uh, my dog could see this entity. It was a whole, whole thing. Okay. Um, which I'd never experienced before. And so when this happened, I ended up going to a store that was very focused on like, you know, witchcraft and uh, ritual and crystals. And I asked them, you know, if there was anything I could do for protection work. So I ended up getting some stuff at the time. Now I don't remember all the things I got, except they gave me the sigil. They gave me um, these candles. And a whole bunch of stuff that I could do as a ritual to, you know, banish the spirit. A long story short, I I ended up going through this process. Um, it was a really intense time in my my life, and what I ended up doing was stumbling on the tattoo that's on my left arm, the Hamsa. Now, when I found the Hamsa, I can't remember how I found it, where, you know, it came up from. If it started with you know, surrounding myself with evil eyes. And I will tell you guys that first step is like, I have evil eyes in my bedroom, in my car, in my kitchen. There's evil eyes everywhere as protective amulets. So it might've started around that. My mom went with me to the store and we got all these evil eyes and we put them everywhere. And through, th- through this experience, somehow I found the hamsa. And so I, I-, I knew I needed to imprint this hamsa on me. Okay. So this is where like the, the protection work kind of starts for me. So actually let me backtrack just like one second here into when the psychic attack attack happened. I was, it was suggested that I get tiger's eye for protection. So I slept with this piece of tiger's eye underneath my pillow for months. And it would be gripped in my hand because the, the, Experience I went through was very terrifying and very intense. Um, so, sleep was terrifying, okay? So, um, I slept with this tiger's eye under my pillow in my hand for months and everything stopped. Everything stopped at that point um, and I felt I started to feel safe again. Everything stopped. It was wild. And so, at that point, I'm feeling better and then I find the Hamsa and I knew I needed to imprint this Hamsa on my arm. So the way that I, I decided to do this was that the hamsa, the way I look at it on my arm is actually to draw in fortune and good luck. And then the way the world would look at it from, you know, standing across from me is for protection and, you know, banishing evil spirits. So I imprinted and tattooed this hamsa on my arm with this intention in mind. And I remember having a conversation with my tattoo artist all about it. And he was telling me like all these interesting stories about how, you know, spirits can pretend to be friendly for long periods of time to get into your life. And we had all these great conversations. Anyway, I imprinted this on my le- on my arm and I never had a never, never had a negative experience with a, you know, a negative spirit again. And that was in 2014. Everything stopped. So now this is just one layer of, you know, my tattoo is a ritualistic sigil on my body for protection, The other layers are there are other things we can do for protection that are not, you know, an imprinted actual ritual (laughs) sigil on your body, like crystals, like um, black candles, certain oils. There's so many things we can go the route of and it's all about intention. So When all of this happened, you know, this was the very, very beginning of my spiritual awakening. This was actually the start of me waking up was with this experience. Now, I had not worked with crystals consciously before that either. Tiger's Eye was my first crystal I really worked with. And this started the snowball of my whole spiritual awakening. Through the years, you know, I wasn't conscious of the protection work I should have been doing, you know, I'm going into Reiki practices, I'm working with people, I'm going into energetic experiences, yoga training, life as this energetic being, experiencing other people's energies, And very empathic, naturally, of course. I know if you're listening to this, you are as well. And I'm absorbing everyone's energy. So great, I've got protection against negative spirits, but I'm just absorbing everyone's shit, okay? And so what I start to notice is like, I'm getting all these irrational fears. (laughs) And what is happening is I'm realizing... The fears I'm getting are my mother's or this person just mentioned they have this phobia or this person just mentioned they have this phobia. And months later, I'll have, you know, an experience of a phobia I've never had before. And I started to have the realization of like, shit, this isn't mine. This is not my energy. This is not my fear. This is not my shit. So the question remains like, okay, well, what do we do about that? Right? When we're out in the world and we're experiencing life and there's energies all over the place, of course, we're going to pick up on shit when we're highly intuitive, highly empathic. Um, so we need to create protection rituals, okay? So these can be like a pr- plethora of things. And if you guys know my work at all, if you are an avid listener of the podcast or you've been with me for a while, you know, I like to make things very easy, tangible and I'm not a fluff kind of person. Now, if you're brand new, you're just gonna be learning that. I don't want to make your spiritual practices take up millions of hours in your day. That's up to you if you want them to. For me, I need things to be quick, easy, simple. Okay, I got a lot of Virgo energy in my chart, and I I do not have time to waste, you know, um, doing, doing long rituals unless I'm really called to do it. So I need my protection work to be very, very simple, very clear, very concise, and very, very effective. So the reason this is so, so important is because you are gathering up all this energy, right? You need a psychic detox every single month. And like, again, that's what we do in the Dark Moon Collective is every single month we do a collective purge around the sun sign we're moving through, which which leads to the Dark Moon. But in saying that, you can also implement protection practices into your daily life to make sure that you are removing and not even maybe absorbing all the energies that are, you know, coming, coming at you or, you know, the energy of people, you know, throwing hate at you, throwing shade at you, that comes at you too, right? And so you get to be consciously clearing every single day so this is for you know the empaths for the energy workers for the people doing reiki practices on on clients all the time for the astrologers reading charts all the time the amount of astrologers or you know budding astrologers i should say that come to me saying like they're just dead after a reading they're so tired they're so drained they have nothing left to give One reading could just knock them out for a day is because you're not protecting yourself. You're not putting that grid around yourself. And so you are literally absorbing your client's karma. You're absorbing their sensations, their feelings. You're looking at their soul blueprint without no protection. So let me tell you like another quick story of something that happened recently when I was working on a dear friend. We were doing uh, a shamanic journey. I took her up into the cosmos, beautiful journey. And in the middle of the journey, I feel this entity come down with me. And I'm like, oh shit. So I'm in the middle of the reading. I'm like, I can't deal with this right now. I have my soul, um, you know, in another dimension. I need to guide them back. I need to get them through this process. I cannot step away to deal with the entity that has decided to come down. Luckily... This entity was actually like, I don't even know how to describe, like a soul fragment of me. Um, when I talked with him, he was some, someone from my soul group that I have been with many, many times. It was almost like we were a split soul. It may have been that he is me, I am him, I don't know, but... Basically, he came down in that moment because I went up and I took my client up without any protection around myself. I protected my client. I I completely gritted my client, but I hadn't gritted myself. And he came very, very temporarily in the short period. He told me, I'm going to be here for a very small period of time, but it's because you could have brought anything down. And he was the one being like, all right, I better come in so that no, nothing else does so I learned this huge lesson through him. And I'm so thankful for that energetic um, spirit that came through, that being that was guiding me to awaken to deeper protection practices. So now when I, I do my protective practices, I do huge ritual before huge. It's like three seconds, but it's so big. So I'm going to tell you about that. And I'm going to tell you guys about my specific practice that I do every single night that is getting me through 2020, 2021, 2022, to how I'm still functioning, how I'm still, you know, pretty positive and filled with a lot of love still, even though I'm going through one of the most, if not the most painful period of my life. So, number one, every single night when I go to bed, I lay in bed, I get comfortable, and I prepare myself for the energy work I'm going to do. I know it's not going to be longer than five minutes. So, let me pro, like, Prop that in your mind. I'm not asking you to do a long ritual here. Five minutes tops. You're also going to notice if you try this practice, you will fall asleep so fast that sometimes you don't get to finish. That's okay. The change in my sleep, from starting this protective practice before bed and this clearing practice before bed has been astronomical. So now like I fall asleep almost instantly where I was the type of person to lay up in bed for hours. Like I'm talking hours. And now I realize it's because I was sitting there ruminating with like all this energy that either wasn't mine or needed to be released or cleared. And so I just lay there until, you know, it would maybe diffuse, I don't know. But now I understand It needed to be cleared. So I'll lay in bed and take this conscious five minutes to start my energy practice. Now I do use one Reiki symbol on myself. I use the power symbol Chokurei. I've been very called since my Reiki practice to use that symbol for almost everything I do. I don't use any other Reiki symbols. And if you don't have your Reiki, do not worry. You do not need any symbols to do your protective practice. I'm just personally called to use the chokurei symbol over my body every single night. I think it starts my my healing practice intentionally within myself very beautifully. So I do start with that. And then I call in the intention of a protective a protective you know, grid or protective, you can see it as whatever you want, a bubble of light. I've heard some other spiritual teachers like trying to denote the bubble of light, like that's negative. I I don't buy into that. You are going to call in your best protective shroud <laughs> shield that is for you by innately tapping into what you need. So I really want you to trust like what yours is going to look like. So I will start with the the intention that I'm calling in protection at this time for my highest and greatest love. And then every night I see a different color for some reason as to what the, the grid or circle or shield of light around me is going to be. And I announce that that color is going to surround me to the the extent or reaches of my energetic body. So I want this shroud shield to go as far as it can to my energetic body, to the very farthest points of my energetic body. And this shield, I will intentionally say within my mind, like can only be penetrated by anything that is for my highest and greatest love. And anything that is within my energy field while I'm in it that is not for my highest and greatest love will be purged and released as I sleep. So the field is like only allowing in anything for your highest and greatest love cannot be penetrated by anything that's not. And on top of that, anything that is in your field from the day will be purged and released as you sleep. That's usually, that's how I start it, okay? And then I always put, you know, the person, my husband, (laughs) I always put Josh into this field. I always put Henry into this field. And there are a couple other people that I put into this field. Now, if I put people outside of my bedroom in this field, I'll announce my intention that if they want to be in it, okay? And so their energy will decide saying like, okay, um, my family, my extended family, if they want this energy and protection work around them, will be surrounded as well. If not, great. And what I want you guys to remember with this too is like, it's not your energy. You're not surrounding yourself with your own energy doing this. You're using, you know, source energy, God source energy, light source energy, earth energy, the cosmic collective energies to surround you because we don't want to use our own life force to do this work. We are, we're so able to use the abundance of energy and universal energy around us So that's what you're surrounding yourself with this grid of light. And you can leave it there. Okay. So you're in this beautiful space of only the good can come in. Only the love can come in. And you're purging and cleansing what is not of that love. And then we are we're, we can leave it like that. Then you're going to fall asleep and have a beautiful sleep. And every night you do this, it becomes more and more solid, more and more clear. And your energetic boundaries as you go through your day, they become more clear. They become more strong. It's like every night it gets like stronger and stronger. And then some nights, and it's not every night that I'm called to do this, but you know, maybe 50% of the time I'm called to cut cords. So uh, your cord cutting practice can look however you want. There's so many different ways to do it. Like I've heard halos of light moving down your body and up your body. I love the halo of light. The one I've been working with the most lately is a calling on St. Michael and his sword and his blue light to cleanse and clear any cords that are not for my greatest love. And this means like cords from the day, cords from my entire life, and you know, sometimes over process of time you're going to notice a big thick cord gets cut, and sometimes it's just a clearing from that day. But you're having the conscious effort of releasing and shedding anything that is not yours. Is not for your love. Anything that has been put on you, any thoughts, any fears, any projections—it's—it's it's getting cut away. It's getting burned away. And maybe you see it as fire. Maybe I don't. I don't know how you're going to cut your cords, but this is what you're going to do. Okay. And that's where you're going to leave it. That is it. That is your protective work for the evening. Just this beautiful practice of creating boundaries burning and singeing away things that are not in your highest and greatest alignment and calling, you know, more attention to the fact that you have absorbed or you may have absorbed other energies. And you can do this work like all the time. If you're having a moment where you're super tired, where you're just like unmotivated, maybe you need to clear. Okay. Maybe you need to release cut cords. um, There's so many different ways you can approach this. You could do this in the morning if it feels really good. I like to do it at night because I feel like I've accumulated things through the day. And I just want to cleanse before I go to sleep. You could do it in so many different ways. But this is kind of the the practice of protection uh, I do in order to make sure that my energy field is clear every day. Now, every month I do... You know, we do go into our clearings in the Dark Moon Collective and I do my own personal energetic release around the Dark Moon because we have an opportunity once a month with each sign to purge energies attached to that house in our chart. So this means karmic signatures, past life stuff, um, all the energies and wounding around that house or that sign. Whether you have placements there or not, There is stuff to purge in every single one of your houses. So every month you have an opportunity around the dark moon to let go of the accumulation over whatever said period of time. Now for my energy workers listening, for anyone working with clients, either one-to-one or in group settings or whatever it is, if you are working with clients, you need to have some sort of energetic hygiene practice this means before and after so before you need to be putting some sort of protection around you to state that you are going into the session with a you know a protective grid that can only pen- be penetrated by the highest and greatest love that you are not absorbing your client's stuff their shit. You're not taking it on. You are simply being a catalyst for their highest and greatest good for, you know, the information that needs to come in, but you are not open to absorbing any of their stuff, any of their baggage, any of their energy, right? You're there as a clear channel, but you are not absorbing. And then after your session with them, It's important that you take another step to clear anything that may have, you know, lingered, lingered in the room, lingered in the space, lingered in the energetic field. You can do this with, you know, if you want to burn some sort of herbs, there's so many you can use if you're using, you know, sage in reverence, in ceremony. If you're using things like sweetgrass in in say in reverence and ceremony, but there's also herbs. If you feel you know, if you feel at all like that's cultural appropriation, um, I feel like it's just very important that you get them l- sourced properly. Uh, like I have a beautiful cedar smudge from one of my the person who taught me my sound healing actually um and she is indigenous and she you know collects these cedar smudges and so you know ethically sourced gifts like a gift of palo santo that is a gift from you know an ethically sourced person is okay not everyone's going to agree with that but that's how i feel those are the conversations i have had Um, you could also use, you know, if you don't want to go that route, there are so many other herbs you can use. You could use lavender, you can use rosemary. They all have a different property that you can use to cleanse and clear, you know, stuff. Um, and there is so many other practices you can bring into, you know, using crystals that are for protection. When I go into readings and my shamanic journeys, I have a grid of Labradorite that I set up because a, I want to take my clients deep. But I also want to make sure we are all protected in the space. We're all gridded. We're all tethered. We're all um, only receiving that which is for the greatest good. All of my past life regressions, I work with Obsidian and the Labradorite, of course. And so you can bring in your different practices and different things that feel really good for you to protect yourself. So this is why karmic clearing is so important. This is why, you know, energetic detoxing is so important because just like your skin gets dirty, your energy field gets dirty. It collects stuff just like your skin collects dirt. Your energetic body collects like psychic dirt. Um, and now not everyone's going to agree with that, but this is my point experience. This is my process through protection work and how it has literally changed my life, changed my level of emotional abilities, my psychic abilities, my natural tendency to deal with life and feel good every day. Uh, gets better and better the more psychic protection and conscious I am about clearing out energies. Yay! So that's my story for today. <laughs> and maybe if you guys really want me to go into my like really intense story about psychic attacks, I can. But remembering that, you know, there is a polarity to all energies. And so being conscious about the ones you let into your energetic field is so important. So if you guys feel like you need to do energetic detoxing if you feel like that is something you know you need to be doing on the monthly you know you can always join my membership the souls in there we have such a beautiful time purging and cleansing and clearing and really looking at our karmic signatures each month and saying like oh my goodness what needs to be released here that's what we do there so that is always open for enrollment for you beautiful souls otherwise you know connect in with me on in a reading. We we always work with psychic protection in my readings. So there's so many ways to tap into this with me. If you are feeling called, I am sending you so much love on this beautiful day, wherever and however you're listening. I can't wait to connect with you again.